Welcome to Nintendo Nightly, your Monday through Friday source for everything Nintendo. My name is Michael Cottrell, your host, and today on the show, we're going to start with some game impressions. There is a Switch game that's hot off the press, just released today on the Switch anyway, you know, it's been on PC before, but the next Penelope has arrived to the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch eShop. It is a very interesting game, uh, a combination of the stylings of a Super Nintendo Star Fox game uh, with gameplay like F-Zero mixed with a top-down racer or a top-down like sort of controls and it's got some elements with the boss battles where you're you're shooting and uh, you know engaging in combat just a really interesting mix of things and I think those are the most interesting and best indie games that I've been seeing uh, lately is is just they take they take chocolate and peanut butter, they mix them, and uh, voila, it makes something that's interesting. So the game is, uh, and I've played just about 15 minutes of it, uh, but the game is pretty interesting so far. So the premise is actually taking the Odyssey and uh, kind of reskinning that to this spacey, futuristic um, story where you're playing Penelope, the wife of Odysseus, and going through all sorts of races and challenges to uh to find Odysseus and I, I imagine bring bring peace to the galaxy. But the graphics are are really interesting in that way where you'll see little nods to Greek culture, ancient Greek culture specifically, and the um and just like spaceships and boosting and all, all sorts of crazy things that, that normally just wouldn't go together, but it makes for a really aesthetically pleasing game as far as the gameplay goes so it's top down meaning that you're controlling it with um either the directional pad or two buttons the l and r buttons and this is pretty interesting and strange to get used to i've you know as you can see if you're watching the the video version of this on youtube or facebook I am not uh, the greatest at this it's the first time i've ever played a game with this sort of controls at least to my knowledge, these these games don't come off come out that often, and um, so far, you know, having a little trouble getting used to the controls. But the game is fun and rewarding. Definitely rewarding for skill, rewarding for uh, just memorizing the track and getting the turns just right. The only, I guess, criticism that I might have at this point is that jumping feels a little bit weird. Like, you know, it doesn't quite look like I feel like it should. It seems like you miss the jump and then you're on the track. It's it's kind of weird. And I, tr- I tried boosting to maybe get like further into the track after the jump, but I don't know. The, the jumps just look kind of weird. But besides that, the game is awesome. The graphics are really cool and retro, but also feel, you know, fresh and, and colorful. The uh, tie-in with, with uh, Greek mythology is really interesting and cool it sort of rebrands characters like the minotaur into these space pirate looking guys and um yeah i'm having a great time with it so far so that's available for switch it was 13 dollars. so uh if it looks interesting to you try it out otherwise if you want to hear some more impressions that i might have for you uh, stay tuned every friday uh we typically do some some gameplay impressions of what i've been able to chow down on for the week so next up we've got not necessarily a news item, but just an interesting YouTube video that I want to point out. There is a um, a guy with a YouTube channel. His name is... I, I'm going to, like... I mean, it's Kryzen, I guess? 
it, it's it's spelled interestingly and uh he will typically make these remake characters and worlds that that he enjoys into the unreal engine he's done like zelda and different things like that we've got uh, a little video for diddy kong racing and um just what that might look like if it was modern today of course the animations are not like done by a giant studio people so you know you'll have to give him a pass for that though i do want to point out that when diddy kong is uh driving backwards it's almost he looks so sad almost like he realizes that this will never be a reality which is which is sad i think it would be cool if diddy kong racing would be connected to mario kart somehow because nintendo at this point they're doing so well with mario kart that i don't think that they need to or it's not my thought but i think that they think they don't need to concentrate on any other racing games. That's why the most we've heard out of F-Zero is Captain Falcon and Super Smash Brothers and the um, F-Zero tracks and cars in Mario Kart 8. And I think that's as much F-Zero as we're going to see for a while unless another developer, uh, say, like Platinum or Sega comes back to do another one. I don't, I don't think Nintendo's spending their own resources on that, unfortunately. But it would be cool uh, for Diddy Kong. I mean, Diddy Kong Racing was made by Rare. It was remade for the, the DS, but I don't think we're ever going to see anything like that again just because of that tying together with, with Rare and Nintendo. Who knows who had uh, all the rights or a portion of the rights, what sort of royalties would need to be paid out. It's just more complicated than simply making a sequel and... That being said, I would hope that we see some sort of meaningful inclusion, meaningful cameo of Diddy Kong in the Mario Kart series. He was strangely absent from Mario Kart 8, but it would be cool to see some sort of nod. Maybe maybe you work it out with Rare. It's a DLC track, or it's a, it's a car that looks like it. I don't know. Some, some sort of interesting tie-in would be a cool way to give a nod to those fans and give them a little taste of what could be if uh, Microsoft didn't buy Rare. And Nintendo did. I guess Nintendo would have had to sell half the shares for... Anyway, legal stuff. Uh, if that transition hadn't happened, uh, what we might be getting. Last up, we've got something super interesting. So, if you haven't heard, the Miiverse on Wii U and 3DS... I really only used the Wii U one. It wasn't like that much of a tie-in for the 3DS. They're being shut down uh, by Nintendo. Of course, the Wii U is kind of on its way out it's it's sitting in its coffin waiting for the funeral to happen and then we we close it and forget about it and remember it fondly at some point for all the good games that did exist on it but with this whole thing in with any sort of network or media that, that's held on the internet it's a little too easy to just kind of erase history in that fashion and if not for the passion of uh, some some people here we wouldn't ever see those meverse posts again and so there's a there's a guy by the he's got a twitter handle at drastic action on twitter and him and a team of people had pulled almost 17 terabytes of data from the meverse which for the most part would be screenshots i don't think small videos i don't think videos are possible uh, to share on it but also drawings which was the allure of me verse all the drawings were just super cool to to see and watch and people would share funny memes on there for super smash bros and um you know ask for certain dlc characters me verse was a really cool idea because while the the whole concept of separating forum boards and discussions based on video games is 
absolutely nothing new. We all know game FAQs existed a long time before Miiverse, but what was cool about it was the, the way that it was formatted and injected into the game. So if you're playing Mario 3D World, you could run up to someone's me and see what they had to say. In Splatoon for the Splatfest, you could see you know what someone's opinion was on mayonnaise versus ketchup or whatever. And it was just, it was a fun time and it's cool to see. The Switch is incorporating some of those things. So Splatoon 2 still has Miiverse style messages. It's just, you know, isn't quite the quite the same interface and I wonder if some of this technology will be integrated into the Nintendo Switch app. I would hope so, but we haven't even heard anything from that game since Splatoon 2 came out. So that's pretty strange and um I I would think that we'll probably hear something soon within this first quarter about the rollout of the online service and just what exactly it's going to entail. But who knows? That's that's just kind of my guess based on uh, their, based on how, how delayed I think they are from their original goal, which I think was the fall. It was supposed to be like a paid service and ready to go by fall. So far, not worth paying for at all. So I think they're going to try and uh, make the... the make the pot a little bit sweeter before they start charging people for online or maybe they won't charge people at all which i think might be the the right route to go it could be a nice differentiating factor between nintendo and the other guys which i think so far that that sort of marketing is helping a lot with the switch being a totally unique system it exists a lot outside of the arguments that people usually have over you know the best graphics or the best exclusive library it just the hardware is so interesting on its own that it's driving so many sales but those are just my thoughts what do you think? I'd love to know what you think of uh, all the stories here. The the next Penelope, have you tried it out? What are your thoughts on it? Uh, Diddy Kong Racing and Unreal, are you uh, as sad as I was that Diddy Kong wasn't in Mario Kart 8? And uh, what do you think about the Miiverse being saved? Do you think it is even worth saving uh, for all the, all the funny memes that were on there? You can leave a comment down below if you're on the YouTube or Facebook video version of the podcast. If you're on the audio and you want to write into the show, let your voice be heard, head over to thebentoblock.com slash Nintendo Nightly and you can leave a comment there. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so thankful that I am starting to build a little audience out of this thing, and I hope that I can make this a unique and interesting show for you. So any ideas, suggestions, critiques you have, let me know. And if you'd like to subscribe and see more of what we're doing here at Nintendo Nightly, then do that. Uh, We're going to be posting Monday through Friday every week, rain or shine, I swear this time. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out. Nintendo Nightly is a product of the Bento Block. If you want to see more of our work from our network, you can go to thebentoblock.com and see other YouTube channels and video essays, podcasts, all that fun stuff. The Bento Block is in part supported by Patreon by one person as uh, as of this recording. So if you'd like to uh, donate to us, uh, we'd be really appreciative of the help. It helps to make these shows bigger and better. And so, uh, yeah, that's that'd be that'd be great. That'd be real dandy. Thank you for that. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>